Back in the 70s, the mantra for teens was peace and love. In the 80s, the mantra for most teen boys was skate or die. Flash forward 20 years, and what do our youths care about? What's the Wi-Fi password? Thank you for tuning into What's the Wi-Fi Password, a place where we have discussions about topics and issues that are relevant to the teens in our generation and how to point them towards the gospel. If you have any questions or would like to learn more about this podcast, please email Joshua Shively at joshuas at calvary.com. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another What's the Wi-Fi Password, our daily encouragement uh, season of podcast. You guys, this has been so much stinking fun putting these things out every day or at least five days a week. And I know I'm not getting tired about it. How about you, big red head that I keep looking at on the other side of this screen? Hey, how's it going? Uh, I'm back on the podcast. I know I uh, was off the last couple of episodes, but it's really good to be back. I'm excited to enjoy another What's the Wi-Fi password and uh, just give you guys some encouragement and some fun for your Wednesday. Andy, I miss your face, man. Like, and his beard, you guys, his beard is just gorgeous. <laughs> like, it, it is a gorgeous red beard. Uh, <laughs> It, it's coming in, man. Like, it's going to fill in over the weeks. I need to find a way to trim my hair down. I think we were talking last week, and I made a comment about, like, thinking about shaving my head. Um, and then literally <laughs> that night, my older brother sent a video message to my family where he had just shaved his head. And if, Chris, you somehow listen to this podcast, I love you, and I don't mean to offend you. But when I saw that, I knew, nope, I'm not going to do it. There's no way. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, I think I said something about, you'll look like you're from a mental hospital or something if you shave your head. Um, and then also joining us today on this podcast is my favorite person in the world. <laughs> who, who is my favorite person in the world? Who is this? That would be Erica Shively, your wife. My wife. Companion, partner in crime. One of those things. All those things. The mother of my children. Would you call me? The mother. The mother. The mother of my children. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. Well, you know, it's it's been a couple of days since we've done the podcast. We took a break on Monday. Uh, I'm sorry, on Tuesday, just because uh, after the weekend and all that good stuff. And our last podcast, you had Reed and Meg Becker on there, just kind of encouraging you, some of your your youth or high school uh, volunteer leaders, just encouraging you in the way they're getting through this this time and talking about their favorite snacks and their, their Zelda <laughs> playing times and all that good stuff. And I just found out over the weekend, I guess, I guess Andy and Reed have a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament going on. So who's been winning this Yu-Gi-Oh tournament? You know, I think it was actually pretty even, like who won how many matches. Um, but, and I'd, I'd not say in this to like puff myself up and give me some points. <laughs> I was testing out something and like, and a good chunk of the ones that I lost. So if I was trying a hundred percent, I think I would have won more than I did. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Did you have a blue eyes, white dragon? I did not. No. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know what Yu-Gi-Oh is, I don't know. I guess you can check it out. It's, 
definitely more my my generation and you know it's surprising that andy who's 10 years younger than me actually really liked it but uh i don't know maybe maybe they are still going i still see cards being sold no it's it's still around today it came out like in the u.s like the cards in 2002 yeah so i was seven i remember being uh no, I must have been younger than that. I remember the first time I ever got cards. My mom bought my older brother and I these, like, I think they were Chinese cards from, like, yes. a gas station somewhere. So, yeah, it's mm-hmm. it goes back to, mm-hmm. to, wow, six, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't, because 2000, I graduated middle school in 2000. So I was an eighth grader. I can't remember if it was in when I was in middle school or my brother really liked it when I was in high school. So I wasn't really into anime or that kind of stuff. But my brother was. So anyway, all right. We're well, moving on to more godly things than, <laughs> than Yu-Gi-Oh. I'm teasing, Andy. Um, actually, my, my wife here, Erica, has our word of encouragement today. What's our word of encouragement today, Erica? All right. Well, where I have you guys today or want to point you or direct you to is Philippians chapter 3. And I really just want to focus in on verse 1, which says, Finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. For me to write the same thing to you is not tedious, but for you, it is safe. I was contemplating this the other, the other day, and it's just remained um, at the forefront of my mind, just this idea of rejoicing. And Paul says it, he says it again. And literally, you guys, chapter three in Philippians, this is the sixth time that he actually says this word, rejoice. And he's telling us that in doing this, so He's uh, saying it's like, yes, it's a verbal word, but it's also an action word of like, you need to do this because it safeguards you. Um, It helps to activate your mind um, and engages your whole body, your whole being um, in engaging in this relationship with the Lord, which then ultimately protects you in anything and everything that you're going through. So I've really just been thinking about this and the idea that... (sighs) our lives have literally been flipped upside down. Mm -hmm. Everything we do, the jobs that we hold or we thought that we held, the way that we do school, um, the way that our family routines have been running or, you know, yeah, just everything has been flipped upside down and we can complain and get lost in grief. We can have those anxiety moments of just like what's going to happen next and what am I going to do about this? Bills being paid. Is my job even going to be there? Like we can think all those things. And yet here's Paul encouraging us for the sixth time, you mm-hmm. know, in <laughs> chapter three of Philippians saying, rejoice. It's going to keep you safe. Mm-hmm. Rejoice. Do it again. Rejoice. And you guys, this, this, uh, this is just sticking in my head because I do, I want to praise And I want to sing my thankfulness to the Lord all my days, despite wherever I'm at. And as you guys know, like Philippians is a book that talks about joy, despite the circumstances. And Paul just talks about that, just really hones in on that. Like, don't, don't let, (laughs) and I'm going to, going to kind of bag on us a little bit. Don't let your teachers, your pastors, those other religious people tell you what to do, what to think, what to say, you know, in order to have this beautiful and right relationship with the Lord. Instead, Engage yourself in the Lord first and foremost by rejoicing in him. And Andy, Josh, Tate, myself, and the other leaders, like we are, we're doing our best at trying to engage you guys and challenge you and keep you busy with all these different, you know, things that we can do. But really, 
what we are most concerned about is your relationship with the Lord. Are you going to him? Are you acknowledging what he has done for you in worship, in thankfulness, in song? How are you doing that? And I just want to like give you guys that rejoice. Mm. I say again, rejoice. That's good stuff. Yeah. I think even along with that rejoice, it just probably just changes our perspective so much. Oh huh? yeah. We're like, we probably need a perspective change right now. Just with, uh, maybe you find yourself with, you know, the anxiety or fear. Or we were talking earlier, Andy was saying just kind of like, a, even a, like a driven type of like mentality, like I need to get better. I need to do this. Mm-hmm. I need to do that. You know, this task oriented when if we just take a moment rejoicing who God is and where he has us in life, it just changes so much of, of our mindset and our perspective and, and all those things. Absolutely. Yeah. What do you think, Andy? Yeah, I, I agree completely. I mean, rejoicing is a cure for discontentment. Yeah. It, it's a cure for bitterness and frustration because when we rejoice, we are, in one sense, we're rebelling against our circumstances mm-hmm. and we're looking at all of the things that our flesh and the world and the enemy and just the brokenness of creation, all the things that's throwing at us, but we're standing against all those things and we're, we're rebelling and we're saying, no, I'm not going to grow bitter. I'm not going to grow resentful. I'm not going to grow selfish or um, whatever it is that we're tempted to move towards. But we're saying, I'm going to rejoice and celebrate in God's goodness. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It is a choice, isn't it? Mm-hmm. comes down to that good stuff well thanks erica for that appreciate it welcome yeah well kind of just getting back into the the system of things and our new norm with this podcast is you know last week was all about easter it was all looking at the daily scriptures and just kind of the passion week leading up to the crucifixion and the resurrection of jesus um we just want to get back to our daily challenges just kind of cruising through life better in ourselves maturing mentally physically and spiritually um, and I think today with, with what we have uh, with our challenges is we're kind of changing gears a little bit where this may, this is a new norm. We're coming, we are week four into the shelter in place and mm-hmm. it's kind of this, this new reality, reality of COVID-19. Um, you know, like our governor came on today and said like two more weeks and I'll have more information for you. Um, but what we're seeing in like news and world news and kind of around is that this is going to be maybe not like it's not going to be a straight 90 degree turn back into normal life. This is going to be kind of a rolling kind of loosening up of the, of the restrictions and then tightening down, loosening, tightening down where we don't really know what this, this virus truly is. And so I think our, our kind of challenges today is less of like, just do, do, do Mm -hmm. right. Where we look at, you know, here's this, this Wednesday middle of the the fourth week and in this shelter in place, but it's going to be more of like, like just taking a moment, and taking in what's really going on in the world right now. So Andy, what's your challenge for our students on this Wednesday? Yeah. So my challenge, you guys, is a simple one, but can honestly be a pretty difficult one. Uh, I think it's especially <laughs> harder if you're younger. Um, but my challenge for you guys today is to take a nap. You know, it doesn't have to be super long, even if it's just for 20 minutes. Right. What I want to encourage you to do is leave your phone, your iPad, your computer, your video game, whatever it is that you uh, 
just take up time with whatever distracts you. Leave that outside your room. Go lay down. You don't have to fall asleep for it to be a nap, in my opinion. I think that's a bonus. Mm. But sometimes just like like lying down. If you have a hammock, go set up your hammock in the backyard. It's a nice sunny day. Yeah. Um, so just lie down, take a nap. Because what I think a nap gets to do is it gets to, like I was sharing about rejoicing and how it's a rebellion. Taking a nap is a rebellion. If you're feeling like all of the, the pressure right now, if you're feeling like you have to perform and grow and accomplish and do all of these things and really like master this quarantine season, that, that can be exhausting. Mm-hmm. And so when you take a nap, it's a moment to say, you know what? All of that is good. I do want to grow. I do want to be faithful. I do want to be responsible. But my value does not depend on what I accomplish and produce. And it lets you just take a nap and rest and then look back the day and say, yeah, maybe for me it's reading. Yeah, maybe I did want to read another chapter in that book today and maybe it would have been nice to accomplish that. But I don't have to. I'm okay. I can rest. So take a nap today. It's good, Andy. All right, Erica, what is your challenge for these, these wonderful listeners? Um, mine is going to be writing a letter, a uh, handwritten letter, um, snail mail, send it, you know. Um, basically, I would love to see you guys or, or, you know, encourage you to do exactly what Paul just did to the Philippians. Write a letter of encouragement to somebody in your life that you know probably needs that encouragement. Again, this is getting outside of yourself, changing your perspective. And like Paul said, like it's not tedious for him to continue to encourage others to rejoice in the Lord. So you guys find a way to write a letter of encouragement to somebody that you know that specifically needs it. So pray over it too. Okay. And then send it snail mail. That means put a stamp on it, (laughs) put it in the mailbox and let it go. There you go. Write a physical letter to somebody that encourages them. Um, it's kind of maybe even rejoicing to them when mm-hmm. God is teaching you in this season. All right. My last one, my, my challenge for today is, is when we've kind of hit on a couple of times and just kind of going with this heart of just taking a moment and taking in what's happening in this season. Um, I want to encourage you to, to sit and watch something happen. Um, we've done the, the sunset and the sunrise. And so if you want to do that again, where tonight, Wednesday night, you, sit and watch the sunset and then you wake up Thursday morning and watch the sunrise. That's a great one. I know many of you have done that and hopefully you found that encouragement. Um, you know, the, yesterday, or I'm sorry, Monday, um, my wife and my kids and I went down to the Del Monte beach and it's just like just watching the waves roll, you know, just watching the waves come and go and, and how this world is still moving, how God is still in control, even despite everything else going on around us. So just taking a moment and doing that, um, I think would just encourage you and cause you to rejoice in the moment of, of who God is and that he is truly in control. Those waves aren't going anywhere they're not supposed to. That sun that's rising and setting is doing exactly what it's done since the beginning of time. And that's just what it's going to keep doing because that's the way God designed it. So those are your challenges. Take a nap, write a letter, physical letter, and watch the sunrise and sunset. So hopefully you enjoy those. Those are our challenges for Wednesday, May 15th um all right andy oh wait where are we at we're in april april, april 15th, 15th. I'm sorry. Like, whoa, we skipped a we skipped month, a month ahead. <laughs> uh, april 15th um all right andy you got a silly question for us to finish this podcast out with yeah i think 
we'll go for a variation of one that we've asked Kylie and Nate. So we asked them, if you had to replace your hands with something that are not hands, what would you change it with? But I'm going to go with your legs. So you lose your legs, but you've got an opportunity to replace your legs with anything that you could think of. What do you choose? Now from like waist down or like hip down? Like waist down, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I think I'd go with like, like horse legs or something like that. You know, like not like a full centaur. That's just weird. But like, <laughs> you know, some of them are like run fast, jump high type of thing. I'm not gorilla. No, I'm going gorilla. So I'm gonna go gorilla. Jay gorilla, go. just lower half gorilla. Oh man, yeah, gorillas have tiny legs though. It doesn't, but dude, they're powerful, bro. Like, yeah, it's true. Tiny, have you seen how short I am? <laughs> oh man what would i do well I, you brought up animals so now i'm like sorry the animal phase i'm like i was gonna say well, what are you gonna pick cheetos like what, what? <laughs> cheetos. honestly my first thought that went through my head were like springs <laughs> springs okay i like it springs like like I can still move with springs and I can bounce real high, which is the closest I can get to flying at this point okay. in my life. You know, Erica's picking springs. Um, and then I felt like you were describing fawn legs. Well, that's kind of where my mind went. Yeah. Yeah. Like not centaur. That's just weird again. But like uh, like a fawn or something like that. Yeah, yeah that so, makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So I was sure-footed as a deer. Yeah. There you uh, go. <laughs> and then I was thinking, oh, bunny rabbit. Maybe jackrabbit legs. There you go. You're moving. Mm -hmm. Yeah, be good. All right, Andy, what, what would be yours? You know, I had the thought of like rocket boosters. Um, <laughs> like just be able to take off and fly places uh, would be pretty cool. But I also don't like heights very much. So I think I'd like be really scared to use those. <laughs> it would also stink to like get up off the couch and just like go to get some food. Like how much furniture would I destroy with those? Yeah. Um, so my alternative at that point um honestly it's weird but i feel like i feel like you could do something with like an anaconda body um like straight medusa going on here yeah you know it would be like a merman for on land if you had like a big snake body so <laughs> it would be super weird um i would never get married um <laughs> like so many things in my life would be different but it would be a unique thing for sure there you go. All right. Well, there's the weird minds of some of you youth <laughs> leaders. Um, yeah, that went, that went a little weird there. All right, guys. Well, we love you. We got to end this podcast. So we'll pick this up tomorrow uh, as we talk about, well, what we talked about today, just how good God is, how we rejoice in him, and how we just need to keep serving him day in and day out through whatever season. So, all right, guys. We'll love you. Wash your hands. Stay weird. Love you guys. Calvary Monterey's youth ministries meet on Tuesday nights at 6.30 p.m. at Calvary Monterey. Both middle school and high school students are welcome. Come on out. You belong here. And I promise, we don't bite.